Hello everybody, this is Rafal Davidovich. Welcome to Tanya Tuesdays. Today, we will be covering, summarizing, and offering some insight on the Sefer Tanya Perak Lamed. This is chapter 30 of the work known as Tanya that we've been covering from the very beginning, from its cover page. Right now, chapter 30 is in the middle of what I call part 3. If you take a listen to the earlier recordings, Part 3 began in chapter 26, and in starting in chapter 26, our author, the Balatanya, Rav Shner Zaman of Liadi, laid out the principle that if you want to appreciate that the Torah and the mitzvot and living a godly life is very accessible to every single Jew, verbally, in thought, and in action, then the way you have to appreciate this is to be in a state of mind of simcha. Because simcha allows a person to move easily and to act easily and to speak easily. He's not weighed down by the heaviness and sadness and depression that a person can get into. Simcha is the key to making a Torah life, a godly life, easy and accessible. But the problem is, it's not always easy to be happy. So starting in chapter 26, the Balatanya laid out a plan to properly understand how you should view your life in a way that will make you happy. So the Simcha starts, first of all, by realizing that any troubles that you have are part of God's plan more than the good times that you experience in this life, so that when you have those difficulties, those difficulties are a sign that God is actually giving you the plan on how to actually become more godly. If you are weighed down by the spiritual struggles in your life, then make an appointment to deal with those spiritual struggles by, th- by working through. Take 15 minutes a week and leave the rest of your week to good thinking and positive thinking. If you are depressed by the fact that life is so difficult and they have so many struggles, then you should realize that when you have a struggle and you are tempted to do the wrong thing, and yet you do the right thing, you are fulfilling one of the most meaningful mitzvos called And if you are still upset because you are not able to push aside those negative, toxic thoughts, then there is a special tool. The special tool was described, or we started to describe it in chapter 29, and we're going to now continue describing it here in chapter 30, which is you have to beat up on your Nefesh Bahamis. The Nefesh Bahamis is the animal soul that drives a person to selfishness. However, Hashem wants you to work with your godly soul in the driver's seat. So the way to have your godly soul be in the driver's seat is to beat up on the animal soul and let him know that he's no good and that you should ignore him and that he's caused you nothing but trouble. In chapter 9, he laid out the method of this bitush, as the word is in Hebrew, to knock down that selfish self. And by focusing on all the averos, all the sins that your animal soul forced you to do, all of those years and all of those negative thoughts and yelling at him and telling him that he has no business bothering you. Now we're at chapter 3 and this is another way to humble the animal soul is that a person should always be humble before everyone. Why is the Balatanya mentioning humility over here? 
Why do you have to be humble? Because he's now talking to people who are accomplished. They do mitzvos. They might even do mitzvos well. But they still find themselves being sad. Why are you still sad if you're living a life of Torah and mitzvos? Because your animal soul is still pulling you down. How can you tell me the animal soul is pulling me down? I daven shachers min chamarev every day. I learn Torah every day. I do mitzvos. I don't do any averos. Why would you say that my animal soul is in charge? Maybe I'm depressed for some holy reason. The Baal of Tanya says, no, you still have to humble yourself. Meaning, humble your animal soul. How do you do that? By focusing on the idea that everyone has a different struggle. So how can you say that you are doing any better with the circumstances and privileges that you've been given than someone else who has an entirely different set of more enticing struggles and circumstances. You understand what he's saying? Chapter 30 is the go-to chapter in order to stop patting yourself on the back and stop being so arrogant when confronted with other Jews who are not as observant as you. Because, yes, you might be more observant. You might be more studious. You might learn more Torah. But you don't have the same challenges he does. You don't have the same jobs that that other guy does. You don't hang out in the same places. You had opportunities to learn Torah that this other person did not have. You might think that you're better, but the fact is, for this guy to be able to put on, let's say, tefillin every day and put them on for 30 seconds before he's had enough and takes them off, might require more of an internal spiritual struggle then it takes you to Davin Chakras Min Chamarev every day. For this fellow to avoid doing an Avera might be extremely difficult. Now he points out, this offers you absolutely no excuse to do the wrong thing by saying that you didn't have the right upbringing. Meaning the Torah is applicable to every Jew equally. However, you have to appreciate that in all areas, not only the areas of avoiding doing uh, the wrong thing, but even increasing your commitment to Torah as well. Someone else might be lower, but you're the one who might be lower in the reality of your own internal struggles. And when you realize that, that you might not be trying at all. And therefore, even if you live a life that by any external measure is holier or more Torah-based or Torah-centered than someone else's, it could be that in the inner workings of your soul, you're not trying nearly as hard as someone else. And therefore, you have to call yourself to account because of that. And this is another form of self-criticism that when properly understood is not self-criticism, but is animal soul criticism, that when you focus on this, will lead to the next chapter in which you will see yourself as not being your animal soul, but being your godly soul, and this will lead to greater simcha. Thank you all for listening. Look forward to having you listen to the next broadcast as well. Have a wonderful day.